Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio. Stone Payton Lee Cantor here with you this morning. Today's episode is brought to you in part by the Business Radio X Studio Partner Program, equipping franchisors to help franchisees dominate their local market. To discover more about helping more people and making more money with the Business Radio X platform, go to mybrxstudio.com. Lee, this is going to be a fantastic segment. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast CEO with CMIT Solutions, Mr. Roger Lewis. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Thank you for having me today. Well, we're excited to learn about CMIT Solutions, Roger. So why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. Uh, CMIT Solutions, a leading provider of information technologies. Uh, we are a MSP focused on the small and medium business space, which is kind of that, um, let's say, five to 500 employees. Uh, and we have more than 200 locations uh, throughout the United States. And then uh, was CMIT built uh, originally as something that was going to be franchised, or did it start out as kind of somebody out there goes, hey, I'm good at IT, I can help somebody? Oh, well, it's a very great question. Uh, back in 1997, a person by the name of Georgia Brown actually started a, a company called Computer Moms. And it was a residential service uh, computer IT company and really just servicing residential's break-fix needs. Um, over time, sometime around 2002, she realized that, uh, you know, residential was a very tough environment to be in. Uh, she started focusing on small and medium businesses. Uh, that started taking off, and she started to open a franchise. Uh, and around 2007 is when they really, really uh, started to make inroads into franchises and locations, um, bringing on in 2007, I think there were about 94 locations, franchises. Uh, and then since then, we've grown every year to more than uh, 225, I guess 225 plus, uh, since I last checked, locations across the U.S. So, the so C- it all started back from Computer Moms into uh, what we are today. So the CM was originally Computer Moms? The the, the original founder was, uh, who was the founder of Computer Moms. Com- uh, the CM no longer stands for Computer Moms, right. obviously. Right, obviously. Uh, but but that's, that's, that's where it came from. Wow, that's that's an amazing story. So, uh, and I guess in the, in the nineties, residential computing issues were pretty, uh, they were a pain for a lot of people. You know, they wanted computers, but they didn't know how to deal with them. Yeah. And you know, back then, antiviruses and viruses getting on machines, um, and you had a lot of break fix, you know, where your hard drives, uh, you know, getting, uh, either stop working or needing replacement. Um, so she focused on the residential market and, and that was kind of our roots then. Um, but like I said, around 2002, she realized that, uh, there was even a bigger segment and opportunity in the small and medium business. Right. But I could see how that's a natural evolution. That's a, that's a great story. 
Yep. Now, um, is the the person who buys the franchise is the ideal franchisee? Are they somebody that is a techie person, or is this somebody that just has to manage technical people? You know, I, it's interesting you say that. That's another great question because many people who are, reach out to us initially believe that they have to have an IT background in order to be successful as a franchise owner, and it, uh, that's just not the case. When I look across, uh, again, our franchisees, um, some of them came from marketing backgrounds. Some of them came from sales backgrounds. Some of them came from service delivery. Some of them are operational-oriented. Um, and so it, we have a wide spectrum of franchise owners. You have to remember that we provide um, a lot of training. So we'll, we'll train up people on sales. Uh, we'll train them up on marketing, our marketing playbooks and delivery service. And then we have wonderful support from our alliance partners uh, who will also help, you know, onboard people and help them through rolling out equipment. Um, so uh, a background in IT is not necessary uh, in order to launch a, a franchise. Now, are the services that you offer to the potential franchisee, are they, is it kind of a turnkey where you're doing most of the you know, not most, but a lot of the heavy lifting in terms of technology solutions for their clients and they're just kind of selling yeah. it or they have to do some of the, the work behind the scenes? No, it's a it's a turnkey where we come in essentially where they're outsourced IT providers in most cases. In some cases, we do work with their IT department too. But in generally, we're coming in and, and providing the backup and recovery we're doing the computer monitoring. We'll provide the help desk support. Um, and nowadays, cybersecurity is really, really hot. Um, I mean, you can hardly go a week without hearing a, another uh, company that was uh, attacked and had their files locked down and corrupted. Uh, and so we provide SIM and SOC solutions, again, to help prevent uh, these cybersecurity threats. So it's a, uh, you know, we can provide an end to end solution. Or we can work with your IT department if you have an IT department um, to find to you know to kind of solve a piece of the pie. But in the person that's in you know that franchisee in a local market, they know that uh, they can kind of offer lots of solutions and solve lots of problems for that person that's in their market because they know that your folks at corporate are going to be you know in the cloud playing with all the stuff and fixing it and keeping it protected. Exactly. And again, we have some great alliance partners we work with, um, like Datto and ConnectWise and Microsoft and Dell. Um, and all these are partners that we, you know, we bring solutions to the table that are, again, are really enterprise class solutions. Um, but uh, we provide them at, like we like to say, a small, medium price point uh, for their infrastructure. Uh, and so, yes, home office, we have uh sales engineers that will usually kind of help guide the sales process. And then we have a service delivery director who, again, can help the franchisees learn how to implement along with following our playbooks and working with our partners. Now, um, how much training is there to get that person that maybe isn't a techie person to be confident to have those conversations with somebody that's in in their prospects, you know, IT department or the person that knows the most in, in that situation? Like, how do you help them so kind of get over the, the mental hump of, okay, I can do this, that, you know, I don't, 
know any of these words. I don't know how everything connects together, but I know I got a great team behind me that's going to be able to really help them and serve my client. Right. So great question. So uh, before we launch a new franchisee, we go through two weeks of training. Uh, and in that training, we do actually role playing where they go on a sales call, like, you know, and uh, they, they would, we put them in front of, you know, make believe clients or prospects. Uh, and so we have them pitch, you know, quite frequently throughout that two weeks. So they kind of learn what to say. A lot of this is about building relationships. We try to build relationships where we become the trusted advisor of that um, small or medium-sized business. Um, and so there's two weeks of initial launch training. And then for the first two years, they have a coach that meets with them every week, uh, again, who helps guide them on what they should be doing. Uh, and then again, in, when they land an opportunity, we have sales engineer supports who again can show up on site if necessary or remotely zoom in uh, to help to do support calls. Uh, and then we have great, like I mentioned, our alliance partners, Barracuda for firewalls. They'll actually roll out and set up the firewall for the a franchisee, um, you know, while they're getting up to speed, which is called the managed firewall solution. Uh, and so there's a lot of hand holding, but I would say usually after the first three to six months, um, our franchisees are really up and going and, and know this solution and know the playbooks and, um, and off going. Now, what's the, from the franchisee standpoint, when they're going to market and they're selling their services, is it, are you providing a bunch of inbound leads for them and they're just following up on it? Or do they have to kind of immerse themselves in the community and kind of go out and go to those maybe specific industries where they're, where your prospects are hanging out to just, become that trusted advisor and that resource? It's a combination of both. So um, home office, we have these marketing um, playbooks that we execute. They see exactly the lead gen um, um, things we're executing on. For instance, we're doing a national lunch and learn program, right, where we'll um, invite prospects out to have lunch with us and educate them on cybersecurity or whatever topic of the, uh, the city is. And, and so we'll do lead generation from home office. At the same time, um, the expectation of the franchisee is we hand them a marketing success wheel and we tell them roughly about percentage from a percentage of revenue. Um, and at launch time about it's actually dollars amount about how much they should be spending in like outbound marketing, like maybe, uh, you know, telemarketing, uh, to the businesses in their area. Um, how much they should be spending on digital or digital advertisement. So it's a combination of the franchisee, you know, is doing a lot of networking in their own um, area and geos um, and doing following our success wheel. And then home office is doing lead generation through the playbooks. And then so that's giving them a pipeline full of people to contact and to uh, communicate with to, to I'm sure at first your first play is to educate, right? Um is that part of the selling process? I would imagine is to educate the person on, hey, there's cybersecurity risks and here's some tips and tricks to help you take care of it. And if you need us, then we're available. Is that your the way you go to market? Yeah, well, there's actually a whole sales process that we actually take them through, uh, which is very consultative solution selling in nature. So again, they'll do a lot of role playing at home office before they ever launch. So they're educated on the products. They actually get to touch and feel like the backup and recovery data devices 
uh, you know, so they can see and the actual types of products they would be proposing to the businesses in their area. Um, so there's there's product education, so they understand what what they're selling. And then there's again, um, there's a whole uh, solution selling um, process and model we follow that we found effective. Again, at the end of the day, these small businesses, they're you know people buy from people. It's so important to understand relationships. Uh, in most cases, we have our franchisees are focused on the customers' needs and. Remember, our customers, they have, you know, dreams about growing their businesses and really IT is just one aspect about how to help them support and grow their business. And that's how we uh, approach the market. And a lot of times that is what separates us. You know, we're not going in just to do a, a break fix and a vendor who's in and out. Um, we're really there to help support the, that business, help them grow to meet their objectives. And then um, I see on your website that you serve a bunch of niches inside of a market, like there's healthcare, there's accounting, there's professional services. Um, how do you help the person that's the franchisee kind of immerse themselves in each of those individual groups? Well, what we've found is, again, across our uh, locations, there's certain areas of the country um, that have a tendency towards um, a specific industry. For instance, in the Northeast, it's very, very heavy on financial. And so we do a lot of uh, financial industry marketing campaigns, and they'll have a lot of financial customers just because, you know, you, you have a lot of just financial small businesses in the New York and the Northeast area. Uh, and, and there are certain regions of the country where we'll see healthcare and medical um, and so what we run is like we call these industry campaigns. Uh, and we certainly have certain franchises that really have specialized in specific verticals. Uh, and then we have others, depending on where they are, like here in Austin, uh, most of the franchises are across verticals. They'll service lawyers and medical and technology companies. And so they're servicing all verticals. So um you mentioned that it doesn't take very long for a franchisee to get up and running and um, feel confident and really serve the market. Uh, do you have any success stories you can share of somebody that maybe started out with one and then has expanded and is, you know, kind of an empire builder in the CMIT solutions world? Oh, sure. We have Larry Kerrigan out of Boston started out with just one. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't think you'd appreciate me reporting his financials, but he's, uh, he's, he's certainly grown one of our fastest, uh, growers, um, uh, a tremendous success story in regards to year over year growth. He's probably growing like 25% a year, year over year growth, um, in the industry and clients that he's brought on. Uh, Ian Miller on the West Coast is another. He's a very recent, recent franchise owner under two years. Um, you know, could be hitting our, you know, what do we call like seven digit club, uh, very shortly. And, uh, so there's, there's quite a few franchises. Again, it's, you know, once you train, if you're kind of all in on the process and if you embrace the process and the playbooks, uh, you, you'll really do maximize your chance of success. And that's really the key to franchising. And, I, and whether it's CMIT solutions or I think any franchising is having great processes in place, great training in place and great partnerships. 
Uh, and then having the franchisees individuals who are kind of all in on growing their business and willing to embrace those processes that have established instead of bringing preconceived ideas. We like to say if someone's really good coachable, they make a great candidate. And then for you, what's the most rewarding part of the job as the CEO? Oh, it's, I, I still am, um, you know, I, I've myself have been a serial entrepreneur. So I've done two startups and uh, two exits successfully. And so for me, um, this is a way a little bit of giving back and working with these franchisees, really helping them educate them on um, how to build your business and grow to be successful uh, a company. And so being able to provide some of that um, like sales and marketing that a lot of the franchisees kind of first walk into, that's kind of their number one job when they first launch, right, is getting that first client. Um, I find that very, very rewarding working with the franchisees and mentoring. And then the other thing that's really rewarding is is solving the business needs of the small business. Uh, again, every small business we work with has dreams and aspirations of growing their business, right? And so when you're part of helping them accomplish their dreams, that brings great satisfaction uh, both to the franchisee and to me personally. And then you mentioned that you don't want to be kind of this commodity vendor in terms of, yeah, it's broken, so we fix it, and thank you, bye. You want to develop a relationship so that you can become a resource and maybe proactively help them rather than reactively help them. How do you kind of thread that needle? Because, I mean, I guess it's a matter of choosing the right franchisees that really buy into the culture, because that to me is a culture choice not necessarily a solution choice that that's you're choosing to, to behave that way. Oh, I agree. And look, one of the things I walked into as CEO of CMIT solutions was an outstanding culture. I've, I've worked with many companies before. Um, and I'd say CMIT's one of their differentiator is their culture. Um, they have a passion to serve a passion to help each other we have these mastermind groups where the franchisees, like maybe a dozen of them of similar sizes, will work together. They'll do business reviews, help each other um, review about how much they should be spending on different aspects, and they'll lend text to each other. Um, and so this, the whole culture and community that was established here, and a lot of that I think has to do with you know some of the core beliefs that they were were founded upon the company, right? So I think that helped them a lot in regards to having these core beliefs, which are, you know, they want franchisees that have character integrity, that are that are passionate, um, that believe in professional and personal growth. Um, and, it, you know, this has to be fun for you at the end of the day. You know, you're starting a business, you're building something, you're going to work hard for it, you want to have fun. And so those core beliefs that they established uh, led to a great culture, which then built a great community. Uh, and I think that community then carries over how they work with their clients. You know, our, our goal is not to be seen as a vendor, but again, as a strategic advisor. And that that all happens because the the customer knows that, hey, we have character and integrity that we are looking out for them, um, that we're not going to recommend a solution that unless it's a, something they need. And over time, you build that relationship. 
um, and almost kind of like that, I'd say like their virtual CTO. Right. I would imagine that that's what you're shooting for some at that level of trust where they count on you and that you're, you're kind of watching their back, not just fixing something that's broken. Exactly. And, um, when you're identifying that franchisee and they kind of buy into that bigger why, it's probably, uh, I would think that that's an eye opening thing and maybe they didn't realize that's what they were getting when they partner, or they choose CMIT solutions, that they are getting something that there is a bigger why and that your work is important and that it's going to have an impact on this small business, like you said, because you're keeping them going, you're protecting them from danger and you're helping them grow. So the impact they, they're making is real. Like it's, it, you know, the person that's running the business that the CMIT Solutions franchisee is working on, that could be keeping them going where they could be, you know, if they did, weren't working with you, they could be out of business if they get some cybersecurity issue or a hack or something. Exactly. And, and look, and we get great satisfaction by that. Um, both from, like you said, helping people grow, advising them, um, educating them on the, the ransomware threats that are out there. Not many people are aware of that, you know, um, you know, 10 years ago, they were going after all the Fortune 500 companies. Now, all these ransomware attackers, not to say all, but the majority, I think I registered that recently and said 79% are focused on the small and medium businesses. Right. So they've, they've found a new marketplace to go after. Um, and again, as we become trusted advisors with our clients, they understand the importance of that and, and we educate them on, you know, Hey, these are the vulnerabilities that we want to remove from your system or from your network and help you put you in a situation where that just doesn't happen to you. Well, good stuff. Or if it does happen, we can restore it, you know, really quickly. So you're, you're not held ransom. Right. And that's the thing, uh, the quick response and to be able to say, hey, look, we've got a backup here. It's just going to take a few hours and we can get you up and running again. If they are not working with your firm or a professional firm, they could literally be out of business. I mean, it's that people don't realize oh, the, how dire we, these things are. Oh, they could be out for, if not out of business, certainly set back quite a bit. And Look, there are stories you read about. It seems like every couple of months where a firm didn't, they thought they were doing backups, but weren't. And again, they get their files corrupted and their email corrupted, uh, right? So all that gets encrypted. And, you know, nowadays they, you know, ask for some sort of internet currency like Bitcoin, um, something that's untraceable. And so if you're a business, you could be down for, for weeks, if not months. Um, if you don't have a reputable provider, um, again, we like to provide enterprise grade solutions. Uh, and so, you know, that's a key part of today's, uh, you know, IT technology services is a, a lot of it's education about what's out there. Uh, if I saw one Gallup poll that said that from the small businesses, uh, their number one concern is IT security. And that's, that's a good thing because the threats out there a real, and they're very sophisticated nowadays, very, very sophisticated. The days where you could identify a, a bad email not to click on are over. Nowadays, you're getting emails that look like they're from PayPal or look like they're from the, the real organization. Um, and so um, education is a big part of our process. 
Yeah, and and these are, I mean, real threats. It, it's it you. It's not that fourteen-year-old in the basement with Red Bull. Like there's organizations that this is their day job is to. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I can't remember where I read it, but it, I I was reading recently that um, ransomware is now a bigger industry than the drug industry. Yeah. Right. So so it's it's a huge amount of dollars that are flowing here. Well, good stuff, Roger. Thank you so much for sharing your story. If somebody wanted to learn more about the CMIT Solutions, what's the uh, website? Oh, so there, there are two actually go to if you're, again, a small business looking for um, uh, IT services, you would just go to cmitsolutions.com. Um, and then if you're, if you're looking for interest in starting a franchise, you'd go to cmitfranchise.com. Uh, so those are the two websites. One, if you're interested in becoming a business owner, please reach out to us. Uh, we're always looking for great candidates. And if you're certainly a small business in need and looking for, again, a proven IT company uh, with a great culture, great reputation, we'd love to have you as a client. Good stuff. Roger Lewis, CEO, CMIT Solutions. Thank you again for sharing your story. You're welcome. All right, this is Lee Cantor for Stone Payton. We will see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio.